Hello and welcome to Squeaky Voice of Go-Go with Conan O'Brien. I'm here, your host. I'm Conan O'Brien. And welcome to Squeaky Voice of Go-Go. I'm here with my guest today. Our guest is here is Kip from Bosom Buddies. How you doing, Kip? Oh, good. I, it's You guys have rescheduled me so many times to come on the show. Uh, you know, from back before the premiere of Bosom Bodies, but I'm I'm so glad I can finally make it on tonight. Welcome to Squeaky Voice and Go Go. Well, what what do we have to ask about your voice? Why is your voice so squeaky? <laughs> I just I'm never Conan O'Brien. <laughs> go ahead. I just never went through puberty. You know, I, it's a hormone thing. Oh, wow. We're going to take a quick break and be right back with our guest, Kip from Bosom Buddies. I'm Conan O'Brien. <laughs> What's up? How's it going? Good. That, that kind of sounded like a, a, a weird Mr. Meeseeks. Yeah, that's that's fair. I, 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 I get what you mean. Yeah, I get what you mean. Um, what if we called our fans, you know, we call the fans the Hapuccinos. What if we started calling fans the bosom buddies? <laughs> I think that would go really well. Oh yeah, he calls them the bosom buddies because he. Um... Well, it's better to not explain it. Really, <laughs> just don't even start. Really, you know, um, man. I don't know, man. What's up? I'm not. Uh, I'm not. I'm not feeling so good, man. I'm. I'm feeling very bad. Before the show. I was in lost in thought and I, I told you, I think, right. I was like, I'm trying to remember what I had for breakfast Yeah, because I'm feeling so bad. And I knew I ate. It's not like I haven't eaten anything today. If I didn't eat anything today, I would feel really bad, but I, I have eaten. I remembered eating, but I don't remember what, and I was trying to remember what I was eating. And I was like, oh yeah, I went to, I went to seven 11 and I got an order of <laughs> have i talked about these on the podcast kevin an order of the the glazed cheesy barbecue meatballs have i told you about these no uh some 7-elevens and 7-eleven is going through a contraction in their in their like uh branded food items so you'll see their sandwiches shifting and a lot of a lot of the items that were like 7-Eleven brand have, have changed. Um, and so who knows? And and part of that is getting rid of some hot items. But so a lot of places don't have this anymore because it's not a hot seller. But there's you could get a skewer, a pointed stick with uh, I want to say about five meatballs on it <laughs> at 7-Eleven. And it's called the cheesy barbecue glazed meatballs. And um, they taste kind of like pizza. And they do have a vague barbecue taste to them because they're barbecue glazed. The, the barbecue glaze is basically like baked off of it. You know, it's not like if you dipped a meatball in like some sauce, it's not like that. It's it just has this kind of a reddish tint to the to the skin of the meatball as a result of this glazing process but it's it's honestly surprisingly good they're pretty expensive i want to say they're like two and a half bucks for a stick which is way overpriced they're they're too there's too much money but and and also 
when you look at them, Kevin, when you look at them, they look like the worst thing on the menu or they look like the worst thing in the whole place. See, when you bite it, Kevin, like Kevin has a picture up and you can see there's pockets of cheese. When you bite it, you do not see cheese like that. That does not happen. And you can't really taste the cheese other than, like I said, they have this vaguely pizza taste to them. And I think the pizza taste maybe is in part due to cheese, you know, um, but but yes the glazed cheesy barbecue meatballs nana didn't make these but dang if they don't taste like she did we've upgraded our meatball recipe to include savory pork italian seasonings and then filled them with cheddar cheese before topping them off in a sweet barbecue sauce five for three um so there you go uh, so if you want to know why i'm feeling bad it's because i had one of those for breakfast but that's not all i also had uh, a pitch black mountain dew even better and i had a king-sized almond joy <laughs> which a king-sized almond joy kevin is a little bit of a business over because an almond joy is already just these two mini candy bars and a thing you know and uh the king-sized almond jar is simply four of them so you know it's good though fucking almond joys are good you like almond joys or mounds better depends on my mood I'll take either, really. What mood is a mound's mood for Kevin? You asshole. You see, I caught you in your fucking tracks. You're fucking. You're in my web now. Um, what? What's a what's a mound's mood? That's the dark chocolate. Yeah, I, I think I had there. Like I'm, I'm because I'm hungry and I, I want to eat something that's going to really fill me up. Where? Well, wait, no, I, I'd say, boy. You want to be filled joys. up, but you wouldn't want to eat an additional four almonds. Yeah, pretty much. Oh man, you know, yeah. One's more for like... snacking, and one's more for I'm hungry. I'm hungry, but I better not eat four almonds. Yeah. Uh, it's 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 funny. Yeah, well, whatever. No, that makes sense. That makes sense. I don't. I I, I just I'll eat a mounds, but I don't like a mounds. My memory of mounds is in Halloween. You get smashed to shit mounds bars, <laughs> whereas the almond joys can be smashed, but they fare a lot better than the mounds, which just look like someone just pressed their thumb right through the middle of it or something. Um, but, but yeah, so that was my breakfast, and I don't know why I feel like shit right now. You know, that was only seven hours ago. <laughs> Well, I, I woke um, up with a headache and tried ordering Taco Bell delivery, and mm -hmm. the delivery driver just brought the drink and no food. So oh, I, I missed out on lunch completely. What was the drink? Oh, uh, their cherry twist thing. I forget what it's called now. Like the freezy freeze? Yeah. Thing? Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Um, so what have you eaten today then, huh? Nothing. Food. Nothing. And then <sighs> I ordered on instacart uh some mountain dew pitch black and they were out of it so they substituted instead shasta uh mountain rush which out of all of the fake mountain dews is probably the worst i have tried and to the listeners you can see the it looks like it's a a, a ripoff of mountain dew it looks very much like it's trying to look vaguely like mountain dew um i was actually surprised that the labeling it's pretty cool looking um but it, I, I had high hopes when I saw it, but tasting it, no, it's just, it's like kind of, 
it's not as much carbonation as Mountain Dew, but it's got just way less flavor to it. It's just sort of like soda water that they wave Mountain Dew nearby. Yeah, this is going to be a hot take. So I, I'm getting ready to be raked over the coals by the internet, but I don't think I don't trust the offshoots of Mountain Dew. You know, the the off brand Mountain Dew. Give me an off brand brand Dr Pepper. You know, a million days out of the week, but I, I don't want to be fucking with the off brand Mountain Dew. I mean. Maybe just as a joke, but I don't think it's ever going to like really be like worth it, you know? No. Yeah, they're just not good. I don't think anyone's really managed to capture Mountain Dew. I've tried a bunch of them and none of them are really. And you're right. For some reason, Dr. Pepper, they everyone can just nail that flavor. Well, it's just I think there's a lot of ways to do it. Well, you know, I think they're all doing different things, but it just works. Whereas I don't think it works as easily. I think, yeah, Mountain Dew is such a weird flavor because it was invented as a fucking Jack Daniels mixer. That was my most interesting fact in the world. You know, I'm trying to figure out party tricks. You have any party tricks, Kevin? Party tricks. Yeah. No, I don't think so. I don't I don't really do parties. Are you a party kind of guy? no i'm not party tricks are cool like you could be impressive you know um you know probably one of the only thing that i have that comes close is like a uh you know the being able like the dream thing which is not like i know the dream stuff offhand but being able to look up the dream symbols and be like hey look at that dream this is what you know it subconsciously breaks down to you know but so okay i don't know you, you, you ever think about all those podcasts they're like you know what we're gonna do is we're gonna talk about the news of the week crazy world we gotta talk about all the crazy things that happen you know what if our podcast was just that i mean it kind of is but what if it was you know what if it's like oh we're looking at the the fucked up world you know what about that yeah let's let's do it how, how do you want to start well i mean there's the big news that happened this weekend i don't know it, it actually just recently broke so i don't even know if you've you know you've caught this kevin but it turns out jeff bezos is missing did you hear about this i have not no yeah jeff bezos is missing and the feds have like completely raided amazon headquarters uh no one knows where jeff bezos is it um it turns out that um it turns out that no one got any of that stuff like none of that stuff ever got delivered <laughs> uh, that was a lot amazon, of build up right? for that you know yeah. amazon the company I, i've heard of them before yeah like a kind of like a shipping company you might say almost online yeah none of that stuff ever got delivered kevin <laughs> turns out none of it got delivered and i think the the government wants answers which is why it's so crazy that um jeff bezos is missing you know maybe he's gone to space we can only dream you know yeah i we we, i i wonder about that guy sometimes you know because like (laughs) there, there seems to be this like if you're like a tech ceo you go through this like stage where you start out being kind of a dork and then you try to like level up your appearance like you can see he did try doing that and like uh, right. Elon must try doing that and you know uh he took a weird turn with the shaved head and looks like 
you know, a KGB, the KGB agent kind of. Mm-hmm. Did you get that vibe from him a little bit? Ah. Uh... I mean, I get what you mean. Like, do you just mean like physically or do you mean, um, yeah. like, do you actually think that he was? No, I, I think he just like, he's trying to like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. This. I know what you mean. This kind of like, yeah. Kinda like, you know, sort really of like a, tough a half Steve Jobs, half KGB agent kind of thing. Like here, let me throw this up here. Hold on. <laughs> what? <laughs> I where's the kg i mean the jacket i i yeah, i guess a, a, I, a little bit you know the shaved head the yeah right, he's smiling here he doesn't seem to normally smile like this you know he just seems to have this look of like like he's trying to almost look like putin a little bit mm-hmm. he looks like an odd man he's an odd man i was just listening to a fucking blank check and they were talking about odd men Oh, he's an odd man. I've been I've been listening to uh I've been listening to Conan O'Brien podcast, Kevin. The the Conan needs a friend. Um I never listened to it before now, but I was like, I'm out of podcasts. When you're out of podcasts, it's good to find a giant podcast. <laughs> it's like I'm gonna be going through this for forever. But it's it's pretty good. Um I don't know. I never really watched did you ever watch Conan O'Brien like the show? I never really watched like any talk shows or anything really i mean like when i was in high school like you know mid early mid 90s kind of era i I watched him a lot then but Mm -hmm. you know i i grew up in a town where we only had three tv stations so there wasn't a lot of choices you know yeah my friends would talk about stuff like that and i would like never know what they were watching and where exactly like what channel was on and stuff and so i just i kind of like i never watched snl for that reason but but yeah i i missed i miss conan o'brien um but but listening to the podcast you get a sense of humor and like he was a writer on simpsons and so you can feel his sense of humor and then like feel like think about like the episodes old episodes of simpsons that he wrote on and been like oh you know this was this was definitely like a character of his or like his kind of joke or something you know um so it's pretty interesting to listen to that it's weird though because um he has matt gorley on his podcast as the producer and he's always making fun of matt gorley which is weird because matt's so cool and great and awesome (laughs) so it's it's funny for him to be like ah you're a fucking he makes fun of him for like dressing like a like a like a 1910s you know town crier or something um but it's a lot of fun it's a good podcast i don't know you know it's not a good podcast it's fucking this jesus christ but um it would be a, it would be a lot um you know whatever i was gonna try and make a joke about how none of the packages got delivered again <laughs> but that's not that's not what's gonna be good at all um jesus christ okay so i saw i saw uh, there's this there's this homeless lady that's vaguely near my house she's north of my house she's not like near my house but when i go driving sometimes i'll see her because she's in the same spot and she sits on a mattress um just basically forever i've basically only ever seen her on her mattress i don't think i've ever seen her standing up or anything 
Um, I've sometimes seen her not there, which means, you know, she has to like move around in some fashion occasionally, but, um, yeah, I don't know. It's this, it's by a freeway. It's like, it's off the freeway, but it's nearby. So it's this kind of no man's land zone a little bit, you know, where we're trash kind of where people like dump garbage and stuff. And, um, and yeah, but, uh, just recently I drove by where she was and, um, someone put up this big colorful sign that it said, like, it said, she died during the last big storm uh rest in peace and and stuff and i was like geez that sucks um you know because it's it's really hot all the time you know in la it's warm and stuff um but these storms have been very cold and very wet and um you know when you're homeless uh, that's the thing it's just really dangerous to live in the street you know just your health plummets and you just die um from from living out there you're just you're it's just shit happens like it's i don't even know how to quantify it exactly but a lot of people just die of heart failure but not even necessarily because they're like um you know like super unhealthy or whatever i think just this added stress just starts to grind everything away and stuff and then your health just disintegrates but um yeah a lot of people just kind of die of heart failure as a as a result of various environmental stressors and stuff um but it sucked and then and then like i drive by it can't have been three days later i don't know and there has been like like garbage sweeps or whatever sanitation sweeps you can see there's trash cans and or trash bags and stuff lined up to show it and it's like literally the first time i've seen that place ever swept up and it's like and they do it like within a week within days of this memorial going up and they take down and then throw out the memorial it's like jesus christ dude and it's like the place has been full of trash like for years and you know the lady's been living in one corner of this very large area it's not like you know it's this like row of a bunch of homeless people that's covered in trash it's like this giant like field almost and she lives in one corner of it you know and the whole thing's a mess the first time they clean it up they're like getting rid of a, a monument i'm like just uh, i don't know man it's just it really bummed me out um la is doing weird homeless stuff right now um they're 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 doing a lot of sweeps getting people off the street by forcing them into these temporary housing programs which would be good but the temporary housing programs are very very short term because it's cynical it's not none of this stuff is actually trying to help um because you can't force people if you're trying to help you can't force people to do anything but they get cops there and they force them to sign stuff with the cops there um and the stuff they sign is like we're going to go into this 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 short-term housing and to get into the short-term housing you have to surrender all your property you have to throw basically everything you own away like literally like you maybe get like a backpack but it's like less than any reasonable person like less than you know like i don't know what if uh, i'm not going to put like what's reasonable or not but imagine if a homeless person had one wheelbarrow full of shit, right? something it would be completely feasible 
to dump that wheelbarrow shit into their their place that they're living it's not garbage it's not like mud you know it's it's documents it's medicine it's 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 important stuff and and they're they're like they're being forced to legally uh like throw away and have destroyed the vast vast majority of their property to be put into these these shelters sometimes they don't even get put in the shelter so it's just like, oh, we truck someone out to fucking, uh, I don't know, Pomona or something because we heard there's a thing. There's not. Okay, now you're here. We don't have transport for you back to where you were, the place where you used to live, you know, the place where we destroyed all your stuff. But you're here now in Pomona. See ya, you know, or whatever. So it's like, it's not, it's mostly just to kind of get them away because the more established homeless people become, the more they kind of set up shelters and the more you can see there's the more visible they become, you know? So as the new government, the mayor wants to make a, make a show of like, I'm doing, I'm helping the homeless. What that means is I'm, I'm making them less visible. Um, but you know, even the ones who do get successfully put into these programs, they're going to be out in June, I want to say, um, which, you know, better than nothing or whatever, but I just think we gotta, we gotta be thinking long-term and a lot of this stuff is, is really short-term and it feels like it's short-term at the expense of long-term, which is bad. I think with our situation, homelessness in, in LA, it's so bad, um, that we need to be doing like everything. So it's not like we shouldn't be doing that. We should only be doing this. We should be doing everything, but it seems like we're maybe not trying to, um, you know, worry about supply side on housing, which is the big problem. You know, I don't know what, what Kevin, I just wonder, what do you think that, you know, where should we start? You know, it, I know you just said we should do everything and I agree, but like wh- where, where would you think would make a, a meaningful impact? I think the the biggest thing is um is trying to just uh it's setting up partnerships with places that can allow low housing uh low income housing it's it's building new low income housing that's not shitty that's not the fucking tiny homes which la's building been building tiny homes and again it's like fine do that as well you know but the tiny homes are also all these communities they're they're heavily policed in the sense that you're not allowed to come and go during certain hours again you can't take or leave certain kinds of property a lot of times you get padded down just to like enter and leave your apartment and and it's like you're not allowed to stand in the hallway and stuff and so it's like it's it's like being in prison it's just like in being in prison that you're you're supposed to clock in and out of almost um and you're not getting paid for um but it's it's these really weird situations but 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 so yeah i think i think it is building more low-income housing but it's also just fucking you know like spending money on like giving money to people like i think that's something I, i i'm sure that happens here it happens in san francisco too there's this really complicated system of vouchers to kind of like get it's like a weird weird like rank system of like help to get people placed in homes and stuff and i i don't know what we have out here but you basically just need a lot more money um pumped into that because to the places there are uh that you could get people plugged into long term you know they just need money and instead they spend tons and tons of money like doing a survey or contracting a company to do a study or something and you know it never goes anywhere you know so it's like just fucking spend the money on the actual thing you know i think those are the kind of early directions you move on um, because the building is always a longer term solution but you need to do it that's that's the big problem with 
California in general, we've had a, a problem of we're, we're not having enough new construction for compounded decades now, you know, and that's why there's a really compounded, nah, you know, obviously there's housing crisis, there's housing problems everywhere, but it's really compounded in California more than anywhere else, you know, I don't know. Wasn't there just recently some zoning statewide change in California where cities are no longer able to block a lot of developments that developers were trying to make for, for new housing? Do you know anything about that? I don't know. Um, I know that we try to vote for stuff like that progressively. Um, you know, I think liberals and progressives try really hard to push that sort of stuff because it is big picture and important stuff to move. And, um, it's heavily resisted by NIMBYs and like homeowners lobbies generally. Um, so it's hard to get stuff like that. Um, so I don't, I haven't heard about that specifically, but there might've been a time where I do remember that or remember when it was important or got passed or whatever, you know, I don't remember specifically though, but zoning is the big thing is because it's like, fundamentally, it's like, you know, even from a conservative, uh, perspective, like a Republican, it's like, I'm a person, I own property. I don't have a constitutional right to build a house on this property. I could build so many things on this property. It's my property. You're telling me I can't build of all things a house, you know, or actually you can't build a house. What I mean is really an apartment building, but you, you know, you're telling me I can't just build housing on my property. That's fucking, you know, don't tread on me, man. <laughs> you know, like, come on. It's, it's, it's an unreasonable burden that we put on, on building housing because again, because it's, it's made that way by the NIMBY, the housing, the, the homeowners lobby, because a lot of people are like, Hey, I have a house to live, but Hey, it shouldn't just be a house to live. It should always, it should also print money for some reason, because I've decided to make my house print money. Now no one else gets a house because houses have to print money. They can't just, you can't just live in a house anymore. You know? Um, the thing I think was weird about how we do things that I didn't realize was weird until I traveled to other countries is that most other places in the world, you know, in the middle of a residential like subdivision, there would be little corner shops all over the place, you know, like yeah, there'd be like excuse. a little pizza place in a corner or there would be a little convenience store or whatever. And we don't really have that here. You know, we, we have yeah. row after row of housing and then on the edges, we put all the stuff. And if you don't live near the edge, there's just nothing you can walk to. There's no, you know, it, you, you don't get outside of like maybe New York City and a few of the older cities, places where like there's a little deli and then above it, the shopkeeper lives in his apartment and stuff like that. You just can't do that legally in most cities here. And I think if we change that, that would also make a pretty big difference in just allowing more, not only more businesses to open up, but more residential to open up and making everything more walkable, even if you do want to live in a you know, suburban nightmare kind of subdivision. There still is something you could walk to. Yeah. Mixed, mixed use development is I think what they call that, um, which, yeah, it's really good. Um, it, it sets it up so you can have more organic communities and smaller spaces that don't require cars. Like that's a big thing is that the suburbs were like made as a reaction to the urban areas. Right. And so 
you know, I don't want to live in the urban areas anymore. So we're going to build the suburbs and we're going to commute somehow into the urban areas from the suburbs. And that's luxury, baby. Um, you know, that's kind of how suburbs got designed, but intentionally that is like this really inefficient design or, or maybe it's efficient on a macro level, but it creates really inefficient transportation problems, especially with cars, which are really inefficient. Um, you know, but it's like, you have these giant pods of housing that have to move to these giant pods of commerce or these giant pods of other commerce, you know, um, is kind of how it happens. And that's, that's going to make a lot of traffic and a lot of pollution and stuff and you don't have to have it if you make things smaller but that's that was the idea is it's like we can have these massive living areas and so it's these bigger things but mixed use is really important and again it just comes back to the same thing it's just let people build stuff um there's these new kinds of apartments being built i can't remember what they're called i want to say they're called like four and ones or something five and ones they're, they've been criticized because they so they they look ugly. Although I think they look cool, they have a really uh, cookie cutter design um, that has like because the, the 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 thing is it's based on like like zoning law or this is like construction requirements or something. But they have this big concrete base that sometimes goes a little underground for like a parking structure, and the base goes to the first floor, and that's the one of the five and one or whatever. And I, I could be getting this name way wrong. I can't remember. But the name is something clever that refers to the two parts of it. And then on top of that is a more wooden based structure, you know, a more modern kind of lighter structure. And it can be four or five stories tall because it's built on this really solid giant foundation and a lot of times they do have a lot of businesses at the bottom and then housing on the top and then you can have a couple of them next to each other there's a lot of like kind of luxurious kind of uh, downtown housing that's being built like that in LA right now and I'm sure other urban areas are getting more of that stuff but yeah the problem just comes down to zoning generally um, like it's, it's hard to do that and that's even bigger scale but you know that's probably the close as close as american can come to it because the big thing is just you want infrastructure that moves away from cars but our infrastructure is designed around cars so we just had to bite the bullet and be like we're going to just design this away from cars and like close down this street and people will be like you can't close that down i drive on that and you're like not anymore buddy you know and everyone calls the government and the supreme courts like it's unconstitutional to close down the road because the founding fathers didn't want that they would have said hollywood shouldn't be a road if that you know uh, i talked to <laughs> i talked to albert abraham lincoln and he said he said i don't want that road closed and so the constitution and i'm the scotus and people have to take us seriously and none of us should be murdered in our sleep <laughs> The thing I always thought was weird was when, like, whenever there've been proposals for like more mixed use development, the people who are opposed to it just come up with the craziest arguments against it. These those total straw man arguments of like, well, if you allow this and they're going to take away your cars. And then when they do that, you're going to have to show your ID to leave the district you live in. Unless you have a reason to leave, you can't. And, you know, it's just these nonsense arguments against it, which yeah. makes me wonder why they're really so opposed to it in the first place. It's because it just it, it, it infringes on the life they feel like they were buying with their house. You know, they're like, oh, I wanted a quiet existence. Um, also, real quick, can we give a hand to Kevin for his amazing segue out of my uh, 
violent violent spiral there that was the you'll if you if you cut back and and see how fast kevin picked it up i think his timing is 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 incredible but um no it's because i think it's just because it's conservative like it's conservative politics and so you can't defend it through rational means like you simply have to defend it through lies because you know you can't just say the truth which is i don't want that here i liked it better before that's all because the thing is that's not a valid complaint unless you're in a pretty big majority you know again because it's coming down to other people's land why is it it doesn't have to be convenient to you like just because you bought like i don't know i have this this rant or whatever this is really short it's not even a full rant or whatever but i just think like property ownership is like the stupidest thing in the world because like it's just like made up like none of us can own the earth you know like it's it's a fucking giant fucking ball you can't even fathom the size of it you know but what people do is we we draw these lines on the ground we draw this box you know and you build a house or whatever but you draw a box on the ground you draw a box in the dirt and you sell it to someone you write on paper you own this box of dirt and you sell that person a box in the dirt and they build a house there and the first thing they do is start yelling at everyone like outside of their property like outside of their box like outside of their house they're being like you can't drive here you can't be parking here it's like bro you bought the box you don't get to tell people where they can and can't bark outside of your box you know but that's what people do they become these assholes you know and and they start to police everything around their area it's just this natural human instinct and, and again it's natural and i don't i think in a lot of circumstances it's somewhat reasonable you know if you think uh, uh devil's advocate a giant toxic company that loves poisoning the water or whatever you know they buy the property and it's like well we own the property we can put our giant poisoners into uh into here if we want and then the people are like well you can't just do that we've been living here for 30 years and you can't poison it's like well we can it's our property you know so it's like on the other side of it you don't want everyone to do everything but i think a lot of the review processes should probably be more environmental than anything else you know i don't know i don't know man this is good though kevin i've been thinking about tinder uh going going back on the apps you ever go on the apps kevin no i never did i've never figured out i and I've, I've been on the apps a little bit but i've never figured out what to put on my profile um what, what have you tried before well i i yeah i'll tell you and i i'm sure you'll say like i i can't i don't get why this works but i put the opening speech of courage the cowardly dog you know so to wit that is abandoned as a pup he was found by muriel who lives in the middle of nowhere with her husband eustace bang but creepy stuff happens nowhere it's up to spencer you know not courage spencer to save his new home so that you know that was not working out for me I mean, the way that, I see it is that should work, though. Don't you think that would work? Shouldn't that work? I mean, I, I guess that it's would like, work. Who knows on, about Courage the Cowardly Dog? Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, no, sorry. Th that would work on the, per the person that is perfect for you. And that just means you haven't found that person yet. Oh, there you go. I guess problem solved. We don't actually have to change, change the, the, the ad at all. That can't be right. That sounds wrong. You know, that's not right. 
I think my phone might be or my my headphones might be charged enough to take them out of the charger so I can stop lo- looking as goofy as I do. But I guess I'll just just leave it. Um, uh, so I was thinking about changing the okay. <laughs> so can you hear me? Okay, I just like pulled a cord and I thought it turned off all the sound. No, okay, I'm still I'm still audible. Okay. Um, I was thinking about changing my 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 Tinder profile, but I I don't know what to change it to. You know, shouldn't I change it? Don't you think? Come on. I mean, it needs to be likes courage. It's not necessarily like going to be amused by that. Maybe they'll be like, wow, this person's obsessed with courage, the cowardly dog, you know? All right. I guess uh, what, what defines the the perfect person for you that you, you might find on an app like this? Uh, probably money. I want someone who's really rich. Okay. Um, any other qualities? Uh, maybe like a big yard you know i like to stretch my legs run around like a nice yard so in their box of dirt you want to be able to go play i just want to stretch my legs yeah you know okay so i guess you need a profile that like like that sums these these things up here (laughs) um money and a yard for you to play in what if I like uh, get get some like clothes that make me look kind of more like a gardener, and I take some photos like with with plants, you know, and flowers and stuff, and I could be like, "Do you have a big yard?" You know, I I'm I'm the guy for you. You know, like, I think you're just gonna I, end up finding people who want you to fix things. Then <laughs> that could be fun. That's I, it could be fun to learn. You know, that that could be a fun fun hijinks. Um, I told this story to my friend. Um, I told this this is complete non sequitur, but I told this story to my friend, and he said like I should write this into a TV. We should write this into a TV show, which I think is a good idea. But I don't know. I was I was I was I was at the weed store. Um, uh, I was at the weed store, and I was talking about terpenes to uh, the girl because i was talking about we were talking about strains that gave us headaches i was like this one gives me a headache and she's like oh you know this other strain gives me a headache so i know what you've talked about it. and i was like yeah it's the terpenes she's like yeah you know terpenes science. we were talking about science and then i was like oh and then she was like yeah you know medicine affects people differently and stuff and i was like yeah you know someday Someday we're gonna we're gonna figure out why medicine affects people differently and then it's gonna open up this new like unknown few frontier of of medicine we're going to be able to solve all these problems and then she was like yeah yeah uh, yeah <laughs> like clearly like like not i don't know like suddenly i was like i i made it weird like bringing that up and uh i was just like Ugh, okay okay sure. yeah. and it's not like we were, i was wasting time like it was during the transaction it's not like i was like waiting to leave and, and wasting your time or whatever but Whatever. I shouldn't have told that story. It wasn't as good as I wanted it to be. What about my Tinder, though? Come on. Well, we got to figure it out. What if it's like something like, um, hey, if you like to swing, then call me the playground. That's right. I love to play ball. I'm an active guy with an active mind. You were going to find a lot of swingers that suddenly want to be your friend that's um, not that's not too bad um well what about like uh big time hollywood mover and shaker you know like, yeah uh like i make 
I make Judd Apatow look like uh, um someone else. <laughs> maybe if i can include that pause it could be really good okay so for hinge hinge is an app that has some audio and so maybe that could be a joke like maybe you so for hinge you put like a text to like label the audio and so the text should be like a good joke or like my favorite joke and that could be all like or or something like that or something you know you set up you gotta set it up somehow i i didn't set it up properly but yeah then it's like wait i I think your your whole profile needs to be a filter to rule out the people that you don't want contacting you, you know? So you need to think about who you're trying to attract. I don't want to, I don't want to fight. I don't want to disagree with you, but just to push back a little bit, I have used these apps before and no one, no one connects with me at all. Like not a single person, even when you pay money, there's a thing you can pay money. So, because the thing is you have to like each other. Right. And so, uh, if you don't like them, but they like you, you're not going to see that, you know? So, but there's a thing you could pay money and then you don't even have to like the person. You could just see if they, they liked you on the app. And even when I paid the money, it's like, yeah, no one, no one isn't. So I, I don't even know that I need to shield people out. Like maybe that's, maybe those standards are too high. You know, or you filtered out everybody, you know, so when right. you tweet this a little bit, you know, and okay, and I, sure. Yes. I, I think too, you know, I, you know, I've helped other people with their, their Tinder profiles and stuff, you know, wow. we gotta look at what your pictures are. Cause that's the pe- thing that's people the thing. look at I, first. I need that's honestly, and I, it's not like there's a lot of things I've done wrong, but honestly, I think if I really want to, when I succeed, I need to like go on a picture mission, like get different wardrobes and do like different activities to like get these pictures because I don't have pictures. I don't take pictures of myself and the people I hang out with coincidentally tend not to be people who take a lot of pictures. You know, it's not like I've never taken pictures. It's just, it's really de-emphasized in a lot of my routines relative to a lot of people I see, you know, especially with social media and people just post stuff. I just don't as much, you know? Um, so, so I got to go and take, take a bunch of pictures. That's, that's a big one. Um, but yeah, what if it's like, it's like, I'm a, I'm a cultured intellectual looking for some looking for same (laughs) i have a honda crv and i know how to use it um and in my free time i like to pet my cat winking face emoji what do you think about that (laughs) i i I don't know who you're that you're targeting such a specific audience there. <laughs> what specific audience am I I I don't know. I don't even know what archetype that is going to pull in. But <laughs> I too am specific. It's too specific. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's like yeah. Okay. Okay. It's like asking for. It's like yeah. You're trying to put too many filters, and then it's like yeah. Nothing is like that. That's crazy. There's no like Mexican Icelandic food or whatever. You know. Um, okay. Um, I mean, if you look at get, trying to get the initial match as like the current stumbling block, I would double down on whatever you can to get as much attention as you can possible, you know, like throw a picture of you sure. in from on community or something, you know, or 
that you know on stage where jason sedatius is taking a picture of you you know and stuff like that like throw stuff like that in there that's gonna make people go oh this guy's a big deal and then they're gonna I've read the had, profile i've had a picture on stage it's maybe not the best stuff but also in the stage i'm usually like off in the corner sitting in a chair so it's not super exciting looking but i've had pictures like that and i i don't know i felt like they weren't going over well and so i kind of but yeah okay i could maybe just something better in that vein instead um but i gotta say i do i do like this mini game of just coming up with the worst just running running kevin by the worst absolute ideas for for tinder profiles you know you know what we should do we should have everyone go on our subreddit and post their ideas for a profile you know or um some pictures of you like have them go and grab pictures that they think would be great post okay, them in sure. our subreddit and then we'll next week review what they did hey i'm not asking for you guys to do that but if you want to do that you know go ahead um but okay uh what about like what about i put just a gym and then in parentheses not jim jordan lol you know in parentheses and then jim jordan is spelled with a j you know g y m um because yeah um and then in parentheses looking for his pam and then in parentheses put not the cooking spray lol and then in brackets put although the cooking spray is fine i use it all the time and then put period and then put i like to walk to run and skateboarding period send one what about that i i mean i got to admit if i was a single woman i would totally match with you just based off of the insanity of that send one <laughs> okay so let me write that down okay yeah i i like i like that shit why is my notes app not working what the fuck's going on it's trying to pull up my phone notes app which is not synced okay i'm not i'm gonna have to go listen to the podcast later okay i got one more for you i got one more for you kevin okay all right how about this um okay what's up what's up bitches i'm here to respect women women what's up bitches i'm here to respect women and forge deep and passionate connections and yes i do what about that you like that i mean that's a little stronger i'm a little bit more assertive uh, I'm not saying no to that one. Um, I'm not sure what kind of matches you'll get with that, though. You what know, that's about, okay. So, so what about what's up, bitches? I'm here to respect women and destroy capitalism. What about that? You know, go a little more leftist with it. I mean, maybe my 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 first take on that would be that you were being sarcastic there. Mm-hmm. You know well maybe maybe we can get tempted to implement a new feature where if someone swipes no on me i actually can video call with him really quick and say and and tell them like that this technically means that you don't respect women because my profile said i like that and you swiped against it so you actually don't respect women and then the video call ends and i think that could be a cool feature to add to 
Oh boy, I'm having a good time. I'm sorry, Kevin. I'm sorry, Kevin. Are you having? Are you doing okay, Kevin? I am. I'm amazed. Yeah, I. I didn't know I needed this in my life. Hey, man. Sometimes we're having a good show. You know what else you didn't need uh, in your life is soda. And no, I'm not talking about the soda we're going to try later on in the episode. I'm talking about. You know how podcasts have fucking segments. I actually came up with a segment, and I didn't put a lot of thought into it, but I did put thought into it. It's time for the Mountain Dew quiz. Are you ready, Kevin, for the Mountain I, Dew quiz? I'm ready. Oh my god, I feel like a fucking podcaster in a way I've never felt in my life before. That I have a mini game that I can play with a, a, another person on the podcast. Holy shit! Okay, so here's how the Mountain Dew quiz works. I'm going to say the name of a Mountain Dew product and it can be a Mountain Dew soda or it could be like an offshoot, you know, like one of their kind of other products that they've made, you know, they've made like energy stuff, you know, whatever. And, and I might not say like it's energy drink. I might just say the, the flavory part and you have to tell me if it's real or fake because some of these I will make up and we're going to be using some ridiculous ones. Okay. So are you, are okay. you ready for this? I'm ready. All right. We're going to start easy. <laughs> Mountain Dew, Darth Dew. Wait, so I'm, I'm supposed to say whether that's a real thing or not? Real or fake? I'm going to say that's fake. Nope. Real. A limited production tangy grape slurpy flavor available at 7-Eleven stores as part of a promotion for the theatrical release of Star Wars Episode Three. I guess I should reveal that this is this is on the Wikipedia of the Mountain Dew flavors and varieties. They just have a bunch of different shit. They're kind of gone by things or by like category, but I'm just kind of like scrolling randomly around for the crazy ones, you know? Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. Okay. All right. How about this? Mountain No wait, no, this one's better. Wait, no, I can't say either of these because that's a that's gonna give away whether or not it's real, because it probably is if it's if it's a better one I'm looking at. Okay. All right. This one's gonna be called Charged Orange Storm. Charged Orange Storm. That's gotta be fake. <laughs> nope, that's that's a real one. It's a game fuel, formerly Amp Game Fuel, Charged Orange Storm, an orange variant launched as Amp Game Fuel in 2019 with the launch of Call of Duty Modern Warfare. <laughs> this is fun, right? Isn't this fun? <laughs> I can't believe how bad I am at this, but yes. Okay, okay. I got I got I got another one for you. <laughs> this one is Mountain Dew Mint Berry Extreme mint berry that has to be fake that has That's to be fake yeah that was okay. fake. <laughs> they all sound fake they 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 that would have fake though that was fake okay uh, okay well okay okay are you ready for this one yes wait so you only got one of these right so far right yes. you're at one, one of out three. of three okay okay <laughs> okay it's mountain dew <laughs> mountain dew courageous sherbert courageous sherbert that has to be fake it has to be a rainbow sherbert variant also available in zero sugar released for a limited time co-branded with internet streamer courage jd how, so if you oh go ahead how did i not hear about any of these things 
I don't know. I don't know. Um. Okay. What? What? What's next? What's next? Okay. Okay. How about this one? Mountain Dew Cherry Freestyle. Cherry. I think that's real, isn't it? A berry lime variant exclusive. No, that's fake. What I was reading from was Mountain Dew Berry Monsoon. <laughs> all right. All right. What's the time? Okay. I think we're 20 minutes. Okay. I think we can end the segment. Uh, you've lost. You got I'm one bad point, at this. right? Yeah, I'm bad at well, this. <laughs> well, the thing is, you can look at real ones that look like shit and then just riff on them very slightly and you get something that's that's indetectable like okay just let me launch off three three of these uh mountain dew berry shock freeze mountain dew electric charge hard mountain dew brian that one was fake <laughs> hard, hard mountain brian, dew brian <laughs> that needs to be real uh okay so uh, but you know what else needs to be real is soda um Kevin, do you have the Peepsy? Yeah, um, let me grab it. Does Ariel want to try this? Is she around? She's not right now. She she Fuck. she can maybe be here next time, but she All right. Ariel wanted to, Kevin's getting the soda. Ariel wanted to try the the Peepsy. Um but Okay, so Kevin's showing off the Peepsy. Yeah. Kevin so, yeah, sent this is me artificial marshmallow flavored Pepsi. Kevin sent me a chat GPT Tinder profile. It says 30. That's too young. Okay. It says everyone lies. Dice, I guess <laughs> dice emoji, dragon emoji, Spencer comma 30 wizard emoji, microphone emoji, purple, uh, crystal ball emoji, world famous dungeon master and creative. This is way too long, by the way. I don't think this many will fit. Um, creative mastermind um, headphones emoji Harmontown podcast podcast alum and Harmon quest creator brain emoji great minds with Dan Harmon innovator leaf emoji proudly far left and compassionate advocate star emoji six foot four tall introverted but fiery when it counts looking for someone who uh, like what do you call that like the painter's palette emoji um, appreciates art creativity and storytelling uh speech bubble emoji enjoys deep conversations and exploring new ideas world like globe emoji shares a passion for social justice and equality another different star emoji isn't afraid to embrace their inner nerd rainbow emoji is open-minded adventurous and loves to laugh let's embark on an epic quest together conquering dungeons and fighting for what we believe in we'll create our own adventure with you as the heroine and me as your trusty guide let's roll the dice and see where fate takes us swipe right to join me in a journey filled with oh uh dice emoji heart emoji on a journey filled with laughter love and endless possibilities crystal ball emoji sparkles emoji it's not bad i think the end gets a little too crazy but it's not i mean i don't think it's great but it seems fine like it seems you know i get it i i don't think i'd want to use this though what do you think i i don't know i, I would maybe take I guess out like the, try it for an experiment well but yeah i'd fuck with it what were you going to take yeah, out i'd say take out the mention of great minds and say something like and you can see me on the hit show community or something just to really dig yeah. that in you know yeah yeah maybe there's a fun fact emoji that we can use <laughs> all right you want to smell this peepsy or do you want me to smell the peepsy? You smell it first. 
I'm about to smell this peepsy. You know, when I was a kid, I was taking a bath and my brother peed in my mouth. And it smelled a lot like this. <laughs> no, this just smells like marshmallows and, and Pepsi. I don't know what else to say. It does smell oh. vaguely like peeps more than just generic marshmallows. Like, you know, something about peeps, you can smell that kind of yellow crystal sugar outside. Like you smell that a little bit, which is a bit different than the normal marshmallow smell. Yeah, it's you know? it's a caramelized sugar smell a little bit with Yeah. I don't know. What 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 are peeps supposed to taste like even? Are they they're just fruity? marshmallows, but they're gross marshmallows. They just taste like really bad, terrible quality, gross, gross, gross wash marshmallows. That's how I would describe peeps. Peeps are it, like peeps make candy corn look like fucking butterfingers, dude. Like peeps are like the bottom of the barrel garbage, garbage confection. Like, and I don't mean that by they taste nasty. I mean that by like the build quality it's just absolute trash like it's the worst possible version of a marshmallow a concept that's really easy to execute successfully you know um like it, i think if they used like good tasting marshmallow they'd be a good concept but you can't appreciate them because they just taste like shit. i don't know um i think the kind of colored sugar tastes a bit stronger but it's just they're gross they're just gross and they shouldn't be gross they should taste like fucking marshmallows um fiery when it counts <laughs> Do you want to try the Peepsy? Yeah, let's let's give it a try. Okay, Kevin's gonna try it first. Um, I'm gonna narrate while Kevin tries it. Kevin's tasting. Kevin's looking off. Mm. A man has entered the frame with Kevin. <laughs> two two people are in frame. This is this is not good. This is mm -hmm. not. Um, it kind of tastes like flat Pepsi with a little bit of almost like a not root beer flavor but like it's just i don't know it's just overall bad um so to me it tastes kind of vanilla cokey which i don't mind thinking about it kind of like in terms of a vanilla coke i kind of like it because it's kind of pepsi and you get this kind of just more creamy some other note it's not great it's pepsi um i'd probably rather have a vanilla coke I think it kind of works. I think the flavors don't mesh. They're very separate. It's like you have the Coke flavor and I don't know. I'm I, this is like synesthesia or whatever. I mean, it's not, but I have like very clearly the image of the flavor is this kind of like arrow that's pushing strongly ahead. Like that's the Coke or the, the cola flavor. And then the marshmallow flavor seems like a curved arrow. That's like going around to the side. It's like, ramp just kind of coming in at the side and it's like i'm marshmallow i'm marshmallow coming in marshmallow coming in and it's like this really weird like it's like i'm coming in here it's like i'm wedging it's like this weird like i'm forcing in with the marshmallow flavor this really weird flavor that comes in from the side um hard to describe but it's a very clear impression i'm getting I love how you can visualize tastes like this, you know, like mm -hmm. how some people like, you know, say that different numbers have colors and, or you can like visualize sounds and things like you, you do this with taste. Like, and I've never seen anyone pull that off before. Well, that that's the thing is like, you know, people have like real synesthesia and I don't think it is, but it does like, it definitely conceptualize the flavors as being like, cause you know, you hear the term body and I think the term body, like this flavor has body to it. I think it invokes 
like a form, you know, like a, some sort of, not necessarily like a human form, but some sort of physical shape, you know? And I think like, I kind of, I think I kind of impose different elements as kind of like coming into that shape almost, you know? Um, and then you can get more poetic from there. But like, like for instance, I don't generally think of flavors as being arrows in any sense, but, but yeah, I do have this really distinct, like curved kind of coming in from the side, like a, a weird hooked punch kind of angle. Um, but yeah, maybe that is a different kind of synesthesia. I don't know. I wouldn't say it is just because I would never want to be accused of trying to seem interesting by adopting. That should be on your profile. I should never be accused of trying to be interesting. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I almost spit up my peepsy. That's what I said when my brother pissed in my mouth. Oh boy. Oh boy. Okay. Okay. We got one more thing. What's new? Uh, we got a TikTok segment. What's new on TikTok? Um What is new on TikTok? I can't even think of it. There's always something new on TikTok, you know. Man, you know, one thing that's great about TikTok is in the comments people have like the most specific t- comments. Like there is they might be kind of like stuff you've picked up or heard somewhere else or something, but they feel so unique. It's like you had to have thought it up in the moment because it's just it's like the perfect roast, but they're not even necessarily roasts. They're just like really funny quirks, you know, like like um like someone someone posted a picture of their like them flipping someone off or them them their hand with a really really long middle finger like they for some reason they just had a really long middle finger and then um like one of the one of the comments was just uh, was like uh bro flips people off in uppercase or something uh, in ca- with caps lock on or something like that and it's just like it's so specific but that's that's what's great about TikTok is they get these really really good things but that's not like a ch- trend the trend that's happening is you know last week i talked about like the 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 kind of sexual harassment that goes on on TikTok, like the kind of you know cat calling or whatever and this is i i don't know i guess more wholesome Whereas people, people just say these really big flowery, like romance kind of like historical kind of flirtatious things. Like they'd say like, you know, like if your beauty was the sun, then I would fight to keep the stars out of the skies so that I might gaze upon your luxurious vigilance you know for all eternity until until the, the burns out from my what you know like just just getting really really flowery with it so that's 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 happening on TikTok as as people propositioning women with really so it's, it's a lot better than than like what amounts to like i have a boner or i just masturbated while watching this TikTok or you know the kinds of stuff that people post on TikTok, so you know that's that's a trend. Um, but we also got these Japanese Skittles, isn't that right, Kevin? Yeah. Well, did you want to weigh in on the TikTok, Kevin, before we transition to the Skittles? I mean, it, it's great that good. if people are going to be propositioning, they're gonna, they're doing it in a better way. But I yeah, kind of, uh, I, I wish people just wouldn't proposition at all. Yeah, but you know, who knows? Maybe people like it. I don't know. Who knows? Oh. Yeah. Certainly, there's people that like to be complimented, but what I'm talking about is different than compliments. Um, well, I think it is. Maybe it's not. Who knows? How'd you like that burp, Kevin? I should put that, that was on my surprising. Profile. 
that, so. that had some reverb to it what if i what if the third picture in my in my what if the third picture in my tinder profile is a bored ape nft photo you know it's just like someone's bored ape as if it was mine you know that's that would be so good now that i think you'd only get the right people if you had something yes. like that in your profile <coughs> um okay sorry okay okay what about the skittles huh do you have the skittles yes yeah, so these are skittles from china these are yogurt flavored skittles whoa and these they came really really light colored yeah Go ahead. these came as a gift from a while back from our friends at the exotic soda company oh, um yeah that gave us a coupon code to give to everybody. They didn't pay us or anything. They just sent us snacks. But if you go to exoticsodaco.com, you can buy some of these. And if you use the promo code that happens, you get, I think, 15% off your order. So if you want to save some money, you, they don't still listen to these, do they? I don't know. Yeah. Me neither. Courageous Sherbert, real flavor. What the fuck? All right. Um. Okay. So let's try these. These probably taste kind of courageous sherbet-y, I, I guess. Right. I'm gonna go first. Um. So they're almost like Easter pastel colored. I don't know if I can. Let me try to grab them. Yeah, they're very look. lightly colored. Yeah, they're they're very um pastel looking. Um. Okay. Let me give these a try too. They're so chewy. I forgot how chewy they are. Well, they are. I'm going to take this bolus out of my mouth. Um, now I can podcast. You know, that's what you call a, a chewed up wad of food is a bolus. <laughs> Fun fact. Put that on my Tinder profile. Um, but uh, it's not very strong. Did you get some chews off? It's not very yeah. strong in the yogurt dimension. You do get some yogurt, but it's not very yogurty. No, it just seems like a, a, a weaker skittle you know like mm -hmm. a a more delicate flavored skittle yeah it's very I mean, lightly creamy they're very. good i'd eat these i'd say they almost taste a bit more like tropical skittles than the tropical berry ones than the normal ones where it's like the mildness just gets it a bit i don't know it tastes a little bit like the tropical starbursts i think mm-hmm yeah these are good i need i need these mountain dew energized oh they that all sound fake introduced to australian kfc's it doesn't say what the flavor is though it's a caffeinated variant i yeah i think you couldn't do like i think in some countries you can't do mountain dew with caffeine uh because yeah. it wasn't brown or something so maybe mountain dew that mountain dew energized was just mountain dew with caffeine in it that you could eat at K kfc in australia <laughs> oh what do you know really makes you think i like it i you know I, it's kind of fun i think what i'm responding to in this profile this tinder profile is i like that the ai says that i i'm proudly far left and compassionate advocate i think that's really nice you know, because I wouldn't say that about myself, but it's nice that a computer thinks that maybe I would, you know? 
Well, I mean, this is the same model that I trained on listening to all of Harmontown and all of that happens and everything else. So it it picked that up by itself on you. So it also picked up that Tinder profiles use a lot of emojis, I guess. Yes. Normally, I, I, I would assume that's more of a women's profile thing than a men's thing. But I think that might Definitely. grab you some attention. Yeah, maybe it would be cool. Um, but yeah. <sighs> anything last words any last words kevin there's a bomb uh, i planted under your chair <laughs> no uh no I nothing know, i can think of really i want to know what dan i want to know what dan thinks about all this ai stuff because i remember i actually was skeptical like uh i remember there was a time like years ago or whatever where dan was saying that like he thinks you could come up with um like a way to automate storytelling using like the story circle and stuff. Um, and I was always like, come on, man, how are you going to fucking like, yeah, but, but this AI stuff, it's like, I mean, yeah, but, but not just the AI stuff, which I think is still, you know, it's still a long way, but just seeing how fast it's improved so quickly. It's like, yeah, I could believe in 10 years, you know, who even knows, you know? So it's like, so in 10, 20 years, it's like, then, yeah, I could see, you know, maybe it writing, you know, a TV episode, but I'm just, but as a result, like Dan, Dan was saying that years ago, like he thought that was happening before we saw any of this AI stuff. So I'm, I'm just curious if he thinks it's stupid or if he's worried about it as an industry threat or if he thinks it's the cool like the kind of thing he was imagining when he was talking about that stuff you know i'm curious i mean i think it. we're just at the we're still at the bottom of the hockey stick for how much this is going to disrupt the world you know 100 oh, like, we're still just in the baby steps of this and it's already you know causing a lot of chaos you know yeah, but I mean, mostly just freaking people out you know it's not like it's not making huge massive results like the art is the text isn't i mean i guess the text is moving in the business world because people are like plugging it in with like customer service i guess that's probably going to be the most immediate impact yeah but you know that's not big that's still pretty small scale like it just in terms of like bigness of idea like in terms of like scale of like shift you know i definitely agree but i don't know I mean, I don't, if you watch just like a couple of weeks ago, John Oliver did a show about AI. And one of the things that, that he said, which I think was pretty insightful is that like, you know, a lot of people are worried that, you know, this is going to put lawyers out of business and it's not, but what it's going to do is make it so that the lawyers who are using AI are going to outcompete the ones who don't, you know, it's going to become a necessary part of the job. And we may end up needing less paralegals and things like that, but that may open up other jobs as well. Right. And I don't think we're at the point right now where we can predict at all what's going to happen here, other than just that it's going to disrupt so much. Well, what are really what really are are they doing in the legal department? Like just specifically because I don't know, like obviously it can do something that some idiot would look at and say like, yeah, this looks right. But does that mean it would be compellingly legal or actually, you know, quote precedent accurately to, to from a useful like legal standpoint? Or well, yeah, I mean, a lot of legal work is just boring research, you know, digging through dusty old books or online or whatever. And there really sure. is no good way so far of automating this other than like keyword searching, which just brings up a million results that you have to dig through. And even then, once you think you found something, has something happened since then that, you know, made that irrelevant and things like that, where asking sure. chat GPD or um, any of the other similar things 
a legal question. It's not 100% right yet, but it's very close. You know, like a, a lawyer friend of mine was playing with it with me a while back, and we were asking it some like hard, like almost like trick questions, and it was getting most of them right. And he's like, yeah, this this worries me for my job, you know? Well, if it's just intelligent search, that doesn't seem insidious. Like, obviously, I get how it cuts down on the amount of, like, research is going to be done, but, but you know, that seems good. I, I think I think someone mentioned one time that there are insidious ways to use research. You could, for instance, like, I don't know. I think someone said you could go through an entire back catalog of, like, a podcast and look for racist stuff, and then it'll be like... Oh, this seems racist, and it'll just say like we found it, and and so then it's like you don't have to listen. You could just you could just be like, oh, can I get someone canceled with an AI? <laughs> but I don't know how big that threat is. That doesn't seem. I don't know. I don't know. Um, that doesn't seem like a big deal at all. But that's our show, everybody. <laughs> oh boy. Um, I don't know, man. I uh. I don't have anything to plug. I don't want to plug anything. I'm sick of doing anything anymore. I need to keep doing all the stuff that I'm doing, but now I am sick of it. What about you, Kevin? I'm sick of it too. Um, no, nothing to plug. Other, you know, we've got stuff on Strive Home Video every Sunday. Watch us strivehomevideo.com and come talk to us on Reddit. At, uh, that happens pod on Reddit. And yeah, talk to us yeah talk to us uh someone someone we were gonna i was gonna look at neurosama because someone in the reddit said oh i want to know what spencer thinks of neurosama so maybe we'll do that next week because again if you write something in the reddit you know no one says anything so your your voice has a lot of weight um but as always we like to end the podcast the same time as there's (laughs) we like to end the podcast at the same time as we do every show so it's about 6:44 so as always have a good evening <laughs>